syllabus week itself is is no longer the same. Yeah, it's I mean, especially for grad classes, but even in undergrad, it was the same thing. I was like, yeah, cool, I'm about to leave uh, like 30 minutes early. No, you're not. My girl was fussing at me because uh, she was like, you know, your teachers in here talking about actual material. And I'm out. I'm out in the living room playing Mortal Kombat. <laughs> have you played? Have you? Uh, have you been playing a decent amount? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I haven't played in a minute. I actually when don't I, have the game at all. When I get high, I play that game like way better. Damn. What about um? No um. What is it? No other game. Currently. Mm-mm. Um. Resident Evil Four. Again. Yeah, you told me that you were playing a little bit of it. And I think, yeah, you were saying how much it's, like, completely of a... How do I say it? It's just tough to go back to, for sure, after playing all the other games. At first it was. Then... But what I did was I played... uh, How do I put this? I started the campaign without my weapons. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean by that? You started your, just with a knife? Mm-mm. So, when you first... Hold on. When you first start Resident Evil 4, you only get, which is so stupid, like the... the um. The storyline you know is Leon is going to save the president's daughter because she's kidnapped and bring her back to the U.S. <clears throat> you know, watch after watching a lot of gaming and cinema sins, like you really like start to think about like the major issues there are with a lot of things you you know enjoy. Like, for instance, if let's say um, uh, let's say the president's daughter, Donald Trump's daughter, gets kidnapped. And she's in a uh, remote part of Europe. Do you think that President Trump is going to send one agent over there who is just a regular inner city cop in some random city in the country? Do you think he's going to send one cop to save his daughter? Well, if we're going by the lore, like the Resident Evil lore. Even if we're going by the Leon Kennedy is like a really... Like skilled, he's not just an average cop. He's, he's badass, but it's just like taken. Liam Neeson would never be able to take down an entire sex trafficking. That's ridiculous. Like, yeah, but like, we're also, it's, it's you know, that's that's also like a nitpick too. That's like, I think Cinema Sins has been like quoted as like, um, or not not quoted, just like known for. They're nitpicking bullshit on the fact that they just like go at a game, try to like destroy it. Like, yeah, they, yeah, but but that was a really good point. I thought that was a very good that, that a video a game that a video game isn't <laughs> about zombies isn't realistic, Mm-mm. right? Just the just the the fact that they sent one person, like even in Resident Evil Five. Well, I mean, technically, you have. You have other players in the. You have other people in the entire uh, thing too, in the uh, yeah, I mean, Resident like, Evil Four. Yeah, Louis Sarah helps you out a little bit, but that's yeah. like one part of the game. 
And plus, isn't it a very like it, it's a pretty decent uh, village? But I mean, it's like a part of part of that place. It's not like the entire like content. It's not like the entire like uh, you know country or whatever. Nah, but see, that's the thing. People always forget about people like the biggest parts of Resident Evil are the village and the castle, right? Leon, I think, could have made it through the village because the Ganados or the that's basically the zombies, right? <clears throat> the Ganados in the village are like they move slow, they can only jog, they can't sprint or anything like that, but they can run. And you know, they you know, they, there's a chainsaw and they're real resilient, right? They're because of the plagas. But so I believe that that part's sort of believable that he can make it through the village and get to the castle. Now, when he gets to the castle, it's a little weird because uh, it's like, okay, Leon is surviving rocket launcher blasts and people. Are you trying it. to portray realism into this game? Yes. Why? Because it's hilarious. Like, if you think about it, if you think about, like, what would really happen in a situation, it's just like a hypothetical. Like, what would really happen? It's interesting to think about. What would happen in a situation where the president's daughter gets kidnapped? And, like, it's just hilarious to me that they sent just Leon, RPD cop. (laughs) It's, It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think, well, I think a lot of the Resident Evil uh, games have pretty uh, wild uh, stories themselves. I think Resident Evil 5, if you ever get to play that game. Bro, I beat it already. It's totally ridiculous. It's so funny. Dude, you have, what's his name, punching a whole uh, boulder, boulder, dude? (laughs) What is his name? Uh, Chris Redfield, dude? You have him punching a boulder. That was so ridiculous. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to try to, I'm never going to put Resident Evil in realism in the same concept. In the, in the in the same you know, but uh, picture them together because right, it's just interesting. It's just interesting to think about. Yeah, because it makes for very funny like, you know, dialogue. I guess like it's funny to talk about. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty unrealistic that all those things happen. You know, yeah, a lot of the stuff. A lot of the stuff, and you know, the funny thing about it is, uh, the fourth game, I think, uh, is a huge departure from the past three games because the the past three are like more so just strictly like survival horror and then this one like ramped up the action Mm -hmm. so they put much more action like scenes inside the entire game like the chase sequences you know the fighting you know things like that (laughs) the boulder punching (laughs) the boulder punching bro the sixth one does six the sixth one is really good i really like resident evil six i liked it people really shut shut on people really fucking shit on the sixth one but i really love the sixth one and 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 if you think about it because what what Capcom did for like for that game to think about like the past games, it's ridiculous. It's like they added so much stuff to a Resident Evil game, you know? Yeah, it's like an action movie. Yeah, no, seriously, I mean, like the movies. Yeah, you're fighting a uh, you're fighting, you know, in one of the stages. And if you pick Leon and um, Claire Redfield, if you pick her at the end of the you game, you fight like a dinosaur zombie. Yeah, yeah, T Rex zombie. That makes that's ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Where all that random body mass just came out of nowhere. <laughs> the game is literally just, but but I liked it. I, I liked how, you know, I like when games d- sometimes don't make sense because that's just fun. I, I like to make them fun, and that's why I hate why people criticize Six so much. 
Yeah. It's like it's a video game. <laughs> yeah. There's um like I'm trying to think of a game that I'm currently or that I was playing. Like I really liked uh what was it? Time shift for a long time. I, I really enjoyed when I played that. That's the one where you get to control time and it's like a first person shooter. That one was fun. Uh, Vanquish, I just beat that game. That game's fun too. That game you just have like fucking booster jets on your on your legs and you're just like zooming through everywhere, fucking sliding everywhere and just shooting. And it's fucking dope. Tetris? What's up? Have you played any Tetris? I have not. I have not played a single bit of Tetris. Damn. You know it's the new year, man. It's I, I I haven't done I haven't done that in so long. My apologies, you know what I'm saying? Because that was one of my favorite games, dude. I didn't stop Talk raving about, about it every it. week. Yeah, the equivalent to you and uh and uh Jack. MK. No, yeah, no, no, no. Jack, Jack three. You were like, I hate to bring it up, bro. Same with me. I was doing the same thing. I was like, bro, you guys got to play Tetris. And you're like, bro. In the beginning of the of the first episodes, you're like, I hate to bring it up, but Jack three. Yeah. Well, I can't be called Jack fanatic and not talk about Jack. Yeah. But you need, but but I, you know, I never heard you talk about Jack two. Jack two is better than Jack three. What about Jack? Precursor Legacy. Yeah. Awesome. That's better than Jack three too. Damn. I remember playing Jack 3 a long time ago. Jack Precursor Legacy, Jack and Daxter Precursor Legacy is actually even better than Jack 2. Wow. Isn't Jack 3 the one that wait, you're wait, allowed wait. to drive? Yeah. Yeah. Wait. No, I take that back. Mm, they're on the same level. I can't mm. say one's better than the other. Wow. But Jack 3 is the least, my least favorite, but it's still good. Oh, yeah. I, I definitely need to. That's still one of the games that I have in the backlog. Um, I still need to play Darksiders too. That's tough. Just Darksiders in general. There's a there's a bunch of games that I need to play. That I have on my backlog. I still gotta play the first Tomb Raider too. Oh yeah, true, true, true. It'll come. Did you, did you get the uh, Did you get the outline? Yeah, yeah, I got the outline. Hey, uh, what's up? I'm sorry. Quick question. Yeah. Uh, do you watch? Uh. ASMR or listen to it? Yeah, yeah, I used to. Okay, okay. So I still listen to it every now and then. Mm-hmm. But when I first started listening to it, right, mm-hmm. I was like, for some reason, listening to people eat used to get me like really tired. Mm-hmm. But then as the years went on, like I was, you know, as I listened to it more, because I've been listening to ASMR, I think, since it started. Yeah. Like I was there when Gentle Whispers didn't have the greatest camera. And she's like one of the first ASM artists. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I've been listening to it for a long time. But over the years, I think as I got older, I've like developed a... I really hate listening to people eat now. (laughs) Because like I don't see how that's relaxing anymore. I don't even know how I used to listen to that. That's why when I was eating, I kept like moving away from the mic because I didn't even want to hear myself eat. It sounds gross. yeah. Yeah, it's uh like those, especially when it's like zoomed into the mouth and you can see all the grease and all that stuff. It's disgusting. But regardless, you hear that munching. You know what I'm saying? That's the uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the that's the thing. Um, I was into that too. Literally, I'm ashamed to say that. Yeah, I was into that too. <laughs> um, about a about a year ago or so, and I was literally right. <laughs> um listening to food ASMR, and I was just like, wow, this is uh, 
this is ridiculous. I, it's intense. Some of them are like too intense. And then the muk- mukbang ones where they're just like have a shit ton of food and they're just like you just hear like lobster tails being dipped in butter and then just like the the slurping. Oh, dude. Oh man. Yeah, but I, I stopped that. You know, I'm I'm no longer into that type of thing. And I don't judge anyone who does it. I mean, maybe just slightly, but um, <laughs> I mean, that's your thing. You know, if you want to go to sleep to that. Um, but it was something that I needed to awaken, you know, to realize how bad it was. Mm-hmm. Just in general, I, I, ASMR is fun. ASMR is good, but I can't use it anymore. I used to use it back in the day. But I don't use it anymore because it's just like I just go to sleep at a regular time, you know, just shut my eyes and just like hopefully something knocks yeah. me out. I've been doing that, too. Like, low key, I haven't been listening to a whole lot of ASMR lately because, you know, I like smoke or something. And then watch like I was telling you earlier, I was binging Dragon Ball Super, just going back through it so I could like. Yeah. You, know, you and your girl, so, right? Yeah. So I could see the episodes and. I still fell asleep through a lot of the episodes I wanted to watch, but I know what happens, so it's like it doesn't matter. But, dude, Jiren likes, Jiren's way too strong. Yeah, no, Jiren's definitely pretty strong. I'm not going to lie. But, um, yeah, there's uh, currently the Moro arc just finished, and that one's, like, ridiculous. Say again? The Moro arc. It's the, um, for the manga for Dragon Ball Super. Is it coming out this year? No. Uh well, for anime no, it's it's not. Like they're not going to animate it uh, until like shoot, probably until they get down like a couple of more arcs. I'm thinking they're probably going to do Broly first and then they're going to introduce uh uh Moro and then something else. But yeah, that's not happening for a while. But yeah, Goku had to like go past Ultra Instinct. Dragon Ball is getting so ridiculous with these power-ups. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, that's always been the thing, you know? Yeah, it's like... Well, Broly, the movie Broly was made in 2018. This is 2021. They may animate it very soon. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, But you know what? Um, I'm kind of excited just to see what, where Super goes, just in general, because it was a good anime. I mean, yeah, I liked I it. it was good. Yeah, I yeah. did too. Yeah, but... um. Yeah, let's get this uh, thing going. What's going on, everybody? We are back for our another episode, the 16th episode, the long, maybe potentially awaited episode um, of, you know, auto hit confirm. And this is number 16. Yes, you guys are hearing it correct. Uh, today, we got a bunch of stuff to talk about. I know we just kind of like we're just decently talking for a good minute. I kind of enjoyed that. Um we hadn't talked in a in a while, even yeah. though we had recorded a little while back ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but we're definitely gonna get this episode going. Uh, try getting it to you guys quickly as possible. <clears throat> but you know, most important, I think it's good for an uh, for a quick update just to know where we've been at. You know, since kind of no one really knows. But uh, uh, you know, last semester I was just finishing up my grad school. You know, there was a bunch of you know things on my plate I had to worry about. Finished it. Uh, finished the semester off, hella stressed, you know, so didn't have enough time to even bother recording or even setting up a time. Um, so the podcast kind of fell to the wayside. Um, we kind of did something around October after I, or I had finished Ghost of Tsushima around September and I didn't get ready 
Like it wasn't published until October. So that was the last time. And that was a good one. But I knew we probably weren't going to be able to record for the remainder of those last two months. And so it kind of just rolled around until now. And uh, but this this time, because I had fixed a lot of things that I had had done wrong the prior, especially with just like scheduling and just working on the, you know, the effort on the podcast itself. And also Dom started going crazy and he started he set up the uh, he set up the Instagram page, which if you guys haven't heard, uh, go ahead and follow uh, auto hit confirm, just literally auto hit confirm, you know, at um, at Instagram cool he set it all up so i'm really i'm liking it and he's also in development development of uh probably potentially you know releasing some gear who knows um but yeah it it, it sounds it sounds awesome and then also on top of all that on top of the school and the semester and the stressfulness no i got into a relationship so i've been very like i remember most of the time i remember one time in specific specifically i had a dom had called me and he's like, he's like, hey, man, when are we recording, man? And I'm like, uh, uh, I'm with my girl right now. And he's like, ah, okay, yeah. He's like, the honeymoon phase currently. Okay, you know what? You do you, bro. It's so good. It's so good. Like, <laughs> like a cheering. Like, it wasn't like, it wasn't like disrespectful. It was just like, I know, I know where you've been at, bro. Just have fun. I'm like, all right, man. And then after that, he just kind of like chilled and never really hit me up for a while. But he came over. He actually met her. You know, you you met her already, right? Yeah. When I found out you had a girl and yeah, it was a fresh relationship. I'm like, yeah, I know what that's like. Yeah. Yeah, man. Just the just that like wanting to be with that person the entire time, you know, at all times. Yeah. And it and, and then on top of that, it's like it's like uh it's funny because in the beginning of a relationship, you're always just like, you're so willing to give up everything. Like, n- not saying that you're not willing to in general for the rest of your life, but like the first couple of months or even years or so, yeah, w- where it's like, oh my gosh, like I'm free. And then, you know, she doesn't even send that text and you already pulled up to her house or something like that. I'm like, I used to, you know, I make beats. Yeah. When I first got with Siobhan, I... I wanted to talk to Siobhan so much. I've stopped making beats for a while. Yeah. Yeah. You'd put down the controller, you know what I'm saying? Too. Yeah. Yep. Everything. Playing video game. Yeah. You know, I was I, wanna... I I would be with the guys too. Being with the guys is crazy because you know, you kind of you're just like, "Oh, dude, we're all setting up." And then you get a call. Bro, you bail on them. I bailed on them quick. I was just like, "I'm I'm going to go and stay on a phone for 4 hours." You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, so it was, you know, it, it it was a it was a good time. I really enjoyed it, and so that's currently, you know, the whole situation of where I was at. You know, I definitely the people want to hear you, Dom. Where have you been at? I've been around. Yeah. Um. A lot of stuff happened last semester. That was a crazy semester. Mm-hmm. Remember? Definitely. Last semester was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Uh, my previous roommate's brother passed away. So there was that. Uh, that was over the summer, right? No, that was in September. You're right. You're absolutely right. And I never did the... Uh, remember I was supposed to do that sort of monologue sort of thing? I never did it. I, I still have to do that. Um, 
better late than never, I feel like. But um, last semester, I thought I was struggling a lot more than I was academically. Mm. So, like, what I mean by that is all semester, it seemed like I was going to, like, fail multiple classes. So I was taking, remember I told you I was taking, like, 17 credit hours. Yeah. So I was, I was, I was really struggling. I was like playing catch up the entire semester. And then at the end, I just kind of pulled out the grades I needed to, you know, move on. So at this point, this semester, I, I have another 17 credit hours this semester. Jeez, man. Mm-hmm. Um, And then I have, after this semester, I only have two more classes to take, which is not even a full it's not even a full semester. So after this semester, I'm I can literally apply for graduation and walk stage, but I don't want to do that until uh well, theoretically walk stage because you know COVID. Yeah. But uh I could do that, but I don't want to do it because I feel like it would be in vain because I still have two more courses I have to complete. Yeah, I feel you. So what I want to do is I wanna Make sure every all the requirements are met. <clears throat> Excuse me. I want to make sure all the requirements are met before I get that degree. Yeah. Because I don't want to, you know, make it look like I'm graduating. And then, oh, no, I got two more classes. It's like, let's just knock them all out and then get it all done in one swoop. I've also been applying for internships. Haven't heard much, but I've been, like, applying for internships, trying to get you know, my foot, it, just my foot in the door. They don't even have to be paid. Um, yeah. For you people in college that are, uh, you have a major, whatever your major is, look for internships. Uh, don't be so concerned with whether or not they're paid internships because the experience is what the employers are really looking for. They don't really care if you got paid or not, you know, so little gem. But other than that, video games, music, and spending a lot of time with Bonnie. Solid. So that's that's pretty much what I've been up to. I like that. I I, I really do. Um, That's cool. Yeah. I I, I do enjoy the fact that I think for, it was kind of like the opposite for us. You know, I was like, I was very like stressed. You were very relaxing. I like that, you know. Um, and then also with the whole time that we haven't been together, um, there must have been some games that you've been playing. What, what games have you been trying out? Like, just in general or new games? More so just like, um, was there anything consistent? I, I know Mortal Kombat 11 is probably for sure up there, but there was there anything consistent or anything that you went back to? I, I know it says on the, on the uh, outline that you had Just Cause 4 and Resident Evil 4. Yes. So you're the one who told me to play Just Cause. I actually like that game. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's a fun game. It's it's decent. I'm you know, the only thing I don't like is like, um, when I play it, and then I go back to it, it's like I have to do a bunch of stuff over again. Like I don't hit checkpoints. Oh. It doesn't frequently save. You know what I mean? Does it have manual save? Maybe it does, and maybe that's why I have to keep starting back over it. Like. Like really far, 
Yeah. And yeah. Doing it may have manual save, which is weird for a. Uh, is that a PS3 game? No, it's a PS4 game. That's weird for a PS4 game. They usually have like auto save and like well, they'll most, save your progress as you go. Yeah, you most know? games have auto save nowadays. But right. have you noticed that Just Cause Four is kind of damn near just like fucking Spider Man in a way? Yes. It reminds me of like a crossover between Spider-Man and Uncharted. Yeah. You're just fucking swinging through everywhere. Right. It is cool. It is fun, though. I I do like Just Cause 4. And then, you know, we had that whole discussion earlier about Resident Evil 4. You've been uh, playing that as well? Yes. I went back to Resident Evil 4. But usually when I go back and replay Resident Evil 4, mm-hmm. I uh, you know how you go through the campaign? I don't know if you remember. But you know how you go through the campaign... And they say, would you like to keep all your weapons? And, oh, like a new game plus? Right. What what, do you, what costume do you want to wear? Right. But this time I went through the game. I usually go through the game with my weapons from the previous uh, run through. Right. But this time I actually started over. Oh, okay. I didn't delete any of my save progress from those other runs. But I was just like, you know what? Let me like experience Resident Evil again. And... A couple of years back, actually. I don't know what that was, but... What happened? I don't know. I just heard something, but I don't know what that you was. You spooked? You spooked? Yeah. <clears throat> uh-huh. A couple of years back, I actually put um, Resident Evil on Professional, like a dummy. But surprisingly, bro, mm-hmm. surprisingly, I made it to... The castle. Oh wow, that's a pretty decent I made amount. It through, yeah, I made it through the village. I killed. Uh, and people don't understand. Like professional is pretty hard, to, at least to me, because I don't play games on hard usually. Yeah. So, I played it on professional, and you got to think you got to get through like three bosses to get to the castle because mm-hmm. there's. I I wouldn't consider uh, uh, Mister Doctor Salvador a the guy with a chainsaw. He's kind of like a mini, he's not even a mini boss. He's just like a souped up Ganado with a yeah. chainsaw. So, but I, you have to go through a couple, a couple of uh, El Gigante. Is it El, how do you pronounce that in the Spanish, bro? Gigante? Is it Gigante? I mean, it's, it's not Spanish. Uh, or I think it is Spanish, but it's a yeah. different type of Spanish though. It's not like. Oh, okay. So you got to go through like a, I'll just say uh, El Gigante. You got to go through like two of those, and then you got to fight. Um, what is that dude's name? Oh, it's the chair that's making that sound. Oh, man. <laughs> anyway, you got to go through uh, Mendez. Mm-hmm. You got to go through Chief Mendez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's a hard battle yeah. on professional. It's very hard. No, yeah. The, it's like the AI is relentless on professional. Dude, so, I. I think one of these days, uh, again, Resident Evil 4, another game in the backlog, but I have that game, and the thing is that it's just, I always look at that game, and I'm always like, I don't know if I want to just do that, even though it's such a, how do I say it? Because, man, like, I liked a lot of the Resident Evil games, but it's just like, Resident Evil 4 is so daunting to me. I don't know why. It's just, it's one of those games, you know? Maybe it's because... You said it's daunting? Yeah. It just, I feel like it's just a it's lot. It's so to, long. Yeah. It's very long. So, so it's kind of like, mm. like when people are like into anime, you know? Yeah. And you're like, okay, have you, 
or somebody who's trying to get into anime, right? Yeah. You're not going to give them something like, you're not going to tell them go watch One Piece or Dragon yeah. Ball. Yeah. You know, like it's too long. So that's how Resident Evil is. It's a really long game. Yeah. And, you know, I think the last time that we were on the podcast, I was talking about Ghost of Tsushima, you know. Um, there was a bunch of games that I had beat over that time period. Um, none like Resident Evil 4, but there was a good game that I felt that was pretty daunting. Um, uh, I ended up playing over the entire time uh, Bloodborne. Have you heard of Bloodborne? I feel like I've asked you to play this game. You have. I've, I've definitely heard of it, and I have not played it. So I played that game just recently over December, you know, because I think December was the most, uh, like, the most time that I was playing video games because I think in November all I beat was Little Hope. But then in uh, December I beat, like, Demon Souls, the game for the PS5, the Astros Playroom, Spider-Man, Bloodborne, and then in January I ended up beating Bayonetta 1 and 2 and Vanquish. But, um... Bloodborne itself was daunting as hell too. The just for the fact that well, not really, but the DLC was because I was so excited and I heard so much about it and I was like, "Oh my gosh, the ending, you know, the the last boss is supposed to be the hardest in the game." So I was fucking pumped. And so um I'd ran through Bloodborne and I just fucking like dead ass like I did not die a single time. Uh, well, I did die, but it was due to like other other things other than the bosses. It was usually just one like one and done with most of the bosses. But then I think I got somewhere deep far into the game and I was like, wow, I actually died. And I was surprised. But my character was super beefed up by that point. And I walked into the DLC and I just like started destroying everybody. I got to the final boss. I died to him like three times, three times, three solid times. And it was just like, wow, this was like, this was it. I waited so many years to play this and now it's over. It's like, wow. This I'm, is... And this is Bloodborne? Yeah, Bloodborne. Yeah. Mm. Is but that you definitely got to play it. Yeah, is that as hard as Dark Souls? Uh, yeah, I, I think it would just fit more towards, like, yeah, it, it is like a Dark Souls game. But I would think I, I think it fits more into, because it, it plays more aggressive than Dark Souls. Because Dark Souls is really just like, it rewards you when you block and then you attack you know maybe take two hits and then you know or maybe you attack the monster like two times and then block you know for more but bloodborne is combat what's up parry system combat more like no not a parry system they do have a parry system but it's not really that great um but like Bloodborne themselves, like, they have a parry system. It's by using the gun. That one I really do enjoy, but also the fact that it's just more aggressive because, like, it rewards you for that aggressive play because uh, if you get hit, you can quickly attack them, and then you regain your health. So that's, like, an advantage for you to go in and attack the person. And then it's it, it's just much more quick. It's much faster than all of the Dark Souls combined. I think Dark Souls 3 is, like, right up there with how fast it can be. You know, just how it, the speed of the game. What's, but, the, what's all this, like the the total play time? More so just like how the character moves, you know? Mm. He's not slow and clunky and all is that. Is it, uh, I'm sorry, I'm asking like so many questions. Is yeah. it, uh, what was I going to say? What's the play time like, like the playthrough time? Is Ooh, it a long game? Short you're probably, game? well, I beat it in like three days. 
but also it was just me because I was grinding. But if if you don't know your way around the map, it took my friend around like a good week, just like playing it here and there, you know, because he was also busy with work. But right, right, other responsibilities. Yeah, you could beat the bosses. Like it's all about beating bosses. So if you beat the sixteen bosses quick, it's over. Like the game's over, and it's like, oh, wow. and it's all connected in one big map. So literally, you could just like go from. Well, it's kind of like disconnected but there's like some maps that lead to other maps and all that but mm-hmm. it's really good i think the only annoying part is getting to that boss and that's where you'll die a lot the 16th yeah just getting to those 16 bosses because there's enemies all throughout the entire map so then you know in the very beginning you don't have that much health so three hits from a monster can kill you you know so you got to be very careful and then at Sounds- the very and then at the very end of the game it's like Three hits from that same monster don't even damage you. One hit from your from your weapon kills them in like a second. You know, can kill like multiple people in one shot. That sounds like Ghost of Tsushima. Starts out, yeah, in yeah. in the in the way that it not the game, but yeah. the way that it starts out. You start out with a really low resolve, mm-hmm. or, or like you know, and then and you're like, dying to people just because like you you're either not doing you know blocking or whatever and then yeah. later on that resolve gets bigger and then you know you actually get to revive after having some resolves yeah yeah definitely right. like that yeah but it's really great bloodborne is just like an overall really great game so yeah i played those games the entire time um okay okay what else was there so you know the you know december came and did you do anything cool for december for the last month i know you don't I celebrate did. christmas and all that stuff i i did but now I gotta think because I definitely did something. Shit, hold on. She fell asleep. I was gonna ask her, but I can't. I did something like we celebrated my birthday. Yeah. By the way, everyone, uh, Dom's birthday was on the thirty first, if I'm correct. Yeah. Yes, it was on the thirty first. E- yeah, easiest birthday to remember. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's literally the last day of the year. I have to wait. I mean, everybody has to wait an entire year for their birthday, but I like, I really feel like I <laughs> you wait until the entire- last second, man. It's like, uh, don't forget about me. <laughs> right. 96. Yeah. I, I found out I made a millennial by just a day because wow. ge- Generation, I believe, Y starts in 1997. So I'm a millennial by a day. Wait, when are millennials? Millennials is like from nineteen eighty something, like eighty six to ninety six. Oh, so you're a millennial in that? Yeah, ninety six is the What's last gen- year. Wait, Gen Y? Gen Y is what? The one right after us. I thought that was Gen Z. Is it Gen Z? Maybe it is. Yeah. No, 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 no. Gen Z is after Gen Y. So my um, girl is waiting. Oh. Yeah, she's. I think she's Gen Y, and then the one after her is Gen Z. Gen Y. Yeah. Well, no, actually, Gen Y are millennials. It's Gen Z. Dude, I always get this confused, man. You're right. Gen yeah. Y are millennials. I. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I meant to say Gen Z. My girl and uh, her friend are Gen Z. I, I mess with them about that. Like, yeah, I'm a millennial, even though we don't have a really good reputation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think Old I think age. it's always funny when you when you when people bicker about the generations like oh mine's better than yours and all that stuff. Yeah, but my thing with that is like who cares? Yeah, things are 
things change over the years. Yeah. And generations, I believe, are counted by, you know, like a, like pretty much kind of like a decade. Yeah. So a, dec- a decade is some change. So like things change in 10 years. That's, that's a long time. Just yeah. think People about, change everything. Right. But to, but tw- to say that you're like, your presence is defining the entire generation. It's ridiculous. It's it's absolutely ridiculous because like think about this is twenty twenty one think about ten years ago in twenty eleven how life was in twenty eleven it's completely different you know yeah absolutely. something as simple as COVID has completely changed how we live so you know yeah no dude that's that's absolutely true um, there's just like a bunch of things that went on in December. I know you're saying uh, you were trying to figure out what had occurred. Obviously, your birthday, you know, and all that. <clears throat> yeah, I can't remember what I did for my birthday, though. Over here on my side, uh, we celebrated Christmas. Uh, you know, that was pretty fun. I just enjoyed just being here at the house with the whole family, you know, just getting to spend time with my mom. She took a uh, two weeks off, you know, during that time. So I was here just hanging out. Um, hung out a lot with my girl because she came back to her, the same. We live in the same home, hometown, so. Dope. Yeah, we were able to hang out a lot. Um, as far as that, got to see my friends and obviously played hella games like throughout the time. Um, and then within that whole span, that's when Dom was sending me messages about, oh yeah, dude, we got um, um, we got merch. Like I'm thinking about this. Like I want to do this, and I was like, dude, that's awesome. That sounds cool. And then he had, yeah. mm-hmm. I was uh, I didn't mean to like bombard you with a bunch of messages, but. I had just like I had been watching a lot of YouTubers, gamers, a lot of I've been I had watched a lot of stuff and I was like, well, we got a podcast with a pretty cool uh you know, I created a pretty cool logo for us. So that would look nice on a shirt. And I'm like, if we get some merch, you know, people like merch, probably get more listeners. You know. Yeah. But the only problem I ran into was the cost, man. So expensive. It is. It is absolutely hard to get to that, you know? So, but we're going to work around that. I definitely want to support as much as I can, you know, put hella, I, I, I'm going to put money into it for sure. Cause it's something that I, I, I like Dom's, um, designs. They're really rad. They're really dope, but I just, you know, putting money down first, you know, for sure. I, I, I want to throw that in there, but, um, it'll, it'll happen soon. Nothing, no rush, no rush. You know, we want to, we want to make this like a good transition. Once we get to it, you know, so it's not like anything that's like, oh, well, you know, no one wanted it or something. I'd, I'd want it. Shit. You know, that shit just sounds cool to have. But um, so New Year's came, you know, happy 2021. We're no longer in 2020. You know, that's great. Awesome to hear. I'm I think 2020 for a lot of people was a bad year. I, I actually enjoyed it a fair amount, even though it's still stressful. But regardless. But now that we're here, you know, are there any big things that you want to, you know, I, I know a lot of people do that New Year's resolution and all that stuff. And I, I used to do it all the time, like back when I was younger, I'd be like, oh, I want to lose this weight or yada, yada. But I kind of did it last year where I was just like, oh, I just want to do some like small changes. It's not really a resolution. It's just like, I want to work on this more. Yeah. P- people make really big New Year's resolutions. And it's like, is that realistic? You That's... Know? I don't know what they think. Like, as soon as the new, okay, I will say this: the beginning of the beginning of a year is definitely really like empowering to people because it's a fresh start. You know, I get it. It's yeah. like 
your birthday, you know, or something like that. So you feel like you have another 365 days to do something <laughs> that you didn't do the last 365 exactly. days. Exactly. The clock starts again. You know, yeah. you wake up. So I Temporal get it. Temporal do over. Exactly. So you get you get that feeling. And, and I understand. But there are some people who make like pretty wild stuff. Like it's just like and I mean, the easiest one would be like, oh, I'm an, like more so unattainable goals, like goals that yeah. it's not possible or not realistic. And that's the problem with a lot of things, like, especially when they're making, like, goal. when people make goals, they're sometimes not realistic, and they're not really tracking them. They kind of just say one thing, and it's like, I want this, and never really add on to it, never really describe, you know. And that, you know, can lead to a bunch of things, but, so. I'm lose 600 pounds. Yeah, yeah, something <laughs> like that. Um, I'm going to not exist, you know, ridiculous. <laughs> but, like, last year, or, like, 2019, no, uh, I could even go back to 20. Yeah, 2019, I told myself, New Year's resolution. I was like, I just want to watch as many movies as I can. Easy. Because I wasn't watching a lot of movies prior to that. Then 2020 came, I was like, I want to see how many games I could beat. You know, I ended up getting to like 42. And then um, this year, it's like, I want to see how many, you know, animes I can watch. Also, I want to manage a better relationship with just friends and, you know, the people who I really love just become a more proactive person. Did you feel like you weren't doing a good job of that before though? I felt that I was doing I was doing enough, but I always feel like I can improve. I feel like mm. I'm not reaching out enough, like I'm not being that person, you know. I feel like I lacked I lacked a little bit of that um saying like, "Hey, what's going on?" Like just messaging just messaging you on the sense of like when we weren't recording. I felt like I could have been more proactive and just been like, hey, what's, you know, yada, yada. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yada, yada. But well, um, check this check this out, bro. Yeah. So I got my hand on top of my interface. Watch what happens when I take my hand off. Listen, listen very closely, okay? Okay, I'm going to put my hand back on it. Do you hear this, home? Yeah, did I did hear, hear that? that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um. <laughs> Electronics society but anyways um you know damn we really just i'm going in talking about fucking you know some of the big core concepts of, a, of my human existence and you're like hey, 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 hey. listen to this static though <laughs> that was oh no bro the last time we recorded i was in the middle of saying some heartfelt stuff about just like oh yeah this stuff and i remember you were like Yo, 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 shout out to, and I was like, damn, <laughs> I was like, damn, bro. I definitely was giving hella shout outs on that last recording. Bro, I was literally like, bro, it's our first, it's our first recording in, in God knows who, you know, how long. And all of a sudden it's like, and all of a sudden it's like, hey, yo, shout out to, and I'm like, who are these people? <laughs> who are these people? I don't know them. What'd they do? I do <laughs> it was funny, I man. <laughs> I told you I'd be shouting out, uh. Other like podcast streamer, gaming streamers, you know, because like one of the guys, uh, I forget, I forget the the um, his tag on Instagram. Hey, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute, you're about to fall into that same no, trick. Let no, me no, no, say no, no, what no, I was no, going to say no, first. I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna do that, but he followed us back. He followed the auto hit confirm podcast back, so it was cool. Oh, That's solid. all I was going to say, I promise. Bro, because I swear, bro, I, I was like, I was giving my speech, and then I, I remember you are just like, yo, 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 enough of that. Anyways, go follow. And I'm like, damn, bro. 
ain't even no ad, ain't no nothing. You just say I'm gonna plug him up. It's our it's our comeback. It's our comeback episode. You said said, hey yo, follow them ones. Nah, that's that's crazy. But the last thing that I just wanted to say about that whole resolution thing is just putting more focus itself on this podcast, like actually like putting it on third gear and all that. Just really going in, you know, just yeah. like trying to put more effort for sure, you know, regardless and not. I think some of the things that were going on during that September month and August month and uh, I think it was September and October, you know, just in September was that there just wasn't enough like good scheduling. And now that I understand how grad school works and all that stuff, I'm much, I'm going to be much better. So definitely putting that on. Um, But yeah, you also said that the new year's, (laughs) your new year's doesn't start until March 11th. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is March eleventh? I, I wasn't joking. I think it's March eleventh. It's either March eleventh or March fourteenth. I can't remember which one exactly, but uh I go by uh I don't really go I don't go by the uh what is it, the Gregorian calendar. Oh, okay. Yeah, because you know how I do like the religious holidays and stuff. Yeah, yeah. We go by a completely different calendar. Very true. So when January 1st came around, I was just like, okay, still winter. <laughs> like, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. My my new year starts around that March. The month's called, the first month is called ABIB. Yeah. So my new year starts around, I'm oh, sorry, my new year starts around March 11th. Yeah. March 14th, somewhere around there. But yeah. Yeah. Um, but as for, you know, 2021, I I never really, as far as like, we're talking New Year's resolutions, right? I've never really, I've never really had, like, I've never really been the type of dude to be like, yeah, you know how people say New Year, New Me? I've never really been that type of dude. It's like. Oh, yeah. I, still- I hope, I hope not. <clears throat> yeah. A lot of people, are, uh, I hope people don't strive to be like that, you know? Uh, yeah, I always thought, uh, you know, I don't want to sound like a jerk, but uh, it's like if if you're doing that every year, you're changing every year, you know? Like when people say yeah. new year, new me, what I think is, like, okay, so last year, you know, last year you were this way, so you're telling me this year you're going to gonna be a totally different person yeah and it's like i I don't know i i've always kind of been i I, I don't want to say too much because i don't want to like come off like an asshole for people who have like new year's resolutions or something but yeah like i just maybe it's because the new year doesn't start for me in january maybe that's why like like by the time march gets around i'm because the way i look at it is this bro what when does winter officially start it's like what day is it in this it's in december but what day does winter officially start i don't know i think it's like early december like very early december right so my thing has always been let's say we didn't have i'm not gonna go too deep let's say we didn't have technology bro (laughs) Mm -hmm. if you were standing outside in the middle in the end of the end of december at the end of the year Let's say it's December 31st, but you don't know it's December 31st, right? Yeah, yeah. And then 12 o'clock rolls around. Yeah. It looks the same. It's still snow on the ground. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And 
it's, it's like nothing changes. Like at least with around March, you know, the the uh, nature starts to come back to life. Everything's still dead in January. But anyway, uh, you were just saying you were just saying in general that how um, you know people who kind of say the new year knew me those are kind of just like some like i think that's also like just a meme on itself on how people like leave whatever is toxic behind in 2020 and then become a whole new person because the toxicity that they had is now gone i'm starting to hate that word so much toxicity with toxic in general bro I know, I know, I know. I, I just like, you know, I guess foul, foulness, their foulness, you um, know. Th- nah, you're good. You could use toxic. But but in general, I know what you're saying because, dude, being that person that just like relies on that, on that, you know, principle to yeah. distinguish, to just make someone uh, sound like that. It's like, oh, they are just toxic. It's yeah, just. I got, I got one more thing to say before we move on because I feel like you're going to be like, Okay, moving on. So I got one more thing to say. Uh, when it comes to the new year, new me thing, people have been saying that for a very long time. And you made a good point about leaving toxicity in the previous year, right? It's 2021. We should live in a utopia by now. Do you understand yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I I, I know what you're saying. Um. I'm so, so negative right now. <laughs> hey, man. Maybe it's because it's not March, you know, 12 or something like that. You're still in 2020 time frame. Um, so, I, you know, going going off of that last plan that I had said, just saying that I was uh, going to put more focus on that podcast. I was also thinking of just introducing, so, like, game reviews. So, like, a while back ago, we had done Dom's reviews where Dom was just going through, like, old school games and all that stuff. But I think I wanted to pair up or just do, you know, an individual, like, an episode, kind of like a lab session itself, but more on dedicated, put more emphasis, I guess, on lab session, you know, just, like, actually getting through the games that I get. Because I still, you know, and regardless, they don't have to be new. I just want to get through, like, the games that I'm currently playing. Like, um, what do I got? I got Immortal Phoenix Rising, um, you know, Final Fantasy VII Remake. You know, I'm not going to touch Cyberpunk for a while. But, you know, things like that. Like, and plus the new games that are coming out. So, I definitely want to just throw that in there. That's one of the things that I want to incorporate. But, okay, wow. I feel like we were just, we had a good, we had a good talk. Jeez. Yeah. Welcome back, everybody. Yeah, definitely. Back to the podcast. Now, let's get into some games, you know? <laughs> I got an idea, dude. You know how you, you, were, you were talking about, like, doing the uh, the lab sessions with episode? Yeah. You guys call that, like, I don't know. Lab, is lab, never... lab episodes with episode or something. I don't know. Wow, you just... I literally was just gonna say labizode, and you literally, <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding, no, no, but um, but yeah, no, that's I definitely, I messaged uh episode, which was the the guest that we had last time, and he was really awesome, and I low key would just love to you know 
get the one shots with him and just like start talking about games because we go through games like all the time. So and we're always just messaging each other. So it'd be great for like a 30 minute episode or something on the newest game or just not even new, just a game that we both have on our list and just like talk about it for sure. But, you know, and not discrediting uh, Dom, but like when Dom, like if Dom ever gets a game and stuff like that, he'll jump on in it, too. So. It's yeah, not it, Dom ever gets a game. No, I'm just kidding. Dom ever gets a game. Yeah. If Dom ever buys a new one. <laughs> why I oughta no. Okay. Okay. So um let's get on to some games. So we haven't gotten, you know, to talking about a lot of games. So we're just gonna go into one of the things that we wanted to discuss. And since we didn't have a chance to say it, um, I think it's good for us to announce like what we thought our game of the year was maybe we should leave that um no i think we'll say it now yeah so we didn't have a chance to say all these things you know so i guess today would be a great time but okay so dumb i guess you know i I, i'll just go first so for sure i'm also saying that game of the year 2020 itself is just games that i played over this year so kind of like the 42 games that i went through this year and out of them, I, I get to choose. So it doesn't matter if they're kind of maybe a year old or whatever. If I played them this year, I'm going to put them in there. Um, huh. Kind of thinking about it. Well, low-key, no. Not even thinking about it. My, my game of the year for sure has to be Death Stranding. That's going to shock, I think, in general, everybody who knows how much I love Last of Us Part Two. But, yeah, I, I, I love Death Stranding. And I played that early January. I finished that game early January. That day, that game came out in 2019, November. But I didn't play it until, you know, January, or didn't finish it until January 2020. So that game was just, it was an experience, man. The set pieces are beautiful. The soundtrack was great. The mechanics, like, just literally walking itself. And it sounds boring, but it's just so fun. It's like, how can you make something so mundane like that? Like, just so fun of an experience. Then you have vehicles, then you have the BTS. BTS, beach things. Sorry. I'm fucking ridiculous. But yeah, there was just a lot of things that I really enjoyed about Death Stranding itself. You know, I think the the story itself for it being so complex and so crazy was just something to keep pulling me back. It was around like what? It took me like 50 hours to complete. Jeez. I think about it. That's a decent amount of time. But yeah, 50 hours to complete. So that was solid. Um, I have not thought about going back to it. I, I Well, I haven't thought about it recently. I think I might have had it over the summer where I kind of wanted to try it again. But it's a pretty long game. So it's kind of one of those things where I just like really loved it for what it was. And maybe later on I'll go back to it. But that doesn't stop the fact that I literally buy like memorabilia like all the time for it yeah but yeah that was that was my game of the year for sure now I want to roll it off to Dom Dom what you think what is your you know game of the year my game of the year game of the year was Ghost of Tsushima yeah yeah, dude, you talked about that like a decent amount. Yeah, I I have no doubt on that for sure. Yeah, and remember, you, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say my girl actually just beat the game. Nice. Yeah, she really. I, I always thought that was it. awesome that uh, Ika is a uh, is it Ika? Yeah, yeah. Okay, 
I always I wanted to make sure I was pronouncing it correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, I always thought it was cool that like you guys are like a perfect couple because mm-hmm. like she likes playing video games. <laughs> I think just as much as you. Maybe not, maybe not, but she, <laughs> the fact that <laughs> yeah, the fact that she likes to play video games and she's yeah. a she's a gamer. So that's it's kind of it's kind of cute. It's sweet. It's sweet, man, because it has its like I love just showing her new games and she'll mm-hmm. just like at first like she bought Death Stranding because I, I gave her my I gave her a PS4 for the uh-huh. uh, for the Christmas. Oh, nice. And so she she was playing hella games. I, I gave her Spider-Man. She played Spider-Man. Um, she's going to wow. play Uncharted. The all all the Uncharted games. OK, um, OK, OK. When she plays Uncharted. Yeah. Um. I kind of want her to talk about what she thinks about it. Oh, most definitely. Dude, we can definitely have something for all the Uncharted series, like the collective series, one, two, three, four. We can all talk about that shit. Yeah, I'd, I'd enjoy that a lot. That sounds Just, cool. You know how much I liked Uncharted. But anyway, yeah. my uh, my game of the year, like I said, is uh, Ghost of Tsushima. And honestly, bro, like <laughs> I anticipated that game to be decent. But when I played it, it was another it was on another level. Like it was seriously like I know a lot of people like you said earlier a lot of people may say, you know, and actually surprisingly I'm I, I am one of those people who are surprised that you did not pick um The Last of Us Part 2. Yeah. You were gun-ho about that game. Dude, I fucking love that game. I didn't realize you... Yeah, I didn't realize you enjoyed Death Stranding that much. Mm-hmm. Oh, I fucking love Death Stranding. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, but for me, I, I don't know. And then I really enjoyed that uh, lab session we did about Ghost of Tsushima with episode. Dude, yeah. Like, we, you know, we all talked about our, you know... And when I think back to that, the reason I have to give it game of the year is because we even went over, I believe, gripes with the game. And it's like that section of the podcast was so short because the game was so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? So it's like we had very little bad things to say about it. Yeah. And so I liked that, how we were all kind of all different, like how you mm-hmm. guys 100 percented it. I didn't 100 percent it like how I just really liked the story, you know, and you guys went in about the side missions and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I love that. No, that episode was great. But, dude, I'm I'm not surprised with Ghost of Tsushima, but I'm also not, like, mad at that choice at all. Dude, Ghost yeah. of Tsushima deserves so much praise. And, low-key, I hope some, some form of a sequel comes out of it. You know what I really want to see, though? This is off... This is not off-topic completely. Mm-hmm. But I... I really need to see another open world Mortal Kombat game. Not too open world though. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of linear. Yeah. I need I really need MK Ice and Fire. Yeah. I really need MK. I like that. I like that. Dude, hopefully it gets done within our lifetime, man. Oh man. And or or hopefully maybe some Kickstarter campaign would do it. Man, I would put money to that too. I would too. Yeah. If they said like pay like pay like thirty dollars and you get it or like Sixty dollars, you get to reserve a copy and yada yada. You get signatures, whatever DLC, dude. That would be badass. Just putting the in only, money. The only thing I'd be worried about with that is the Mortal Kombat lore or the story as we know it today. They've kind of covered all ground, so it's like, what would you, 
what would be a like a side story for Sub Zero and Scorpion? Well, you they know? can make some. They can make something up. You know, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Well, the comics did the same thing. You know, Mortal Kombat True. X had a whole comic book line, and they True. created stories. I forgot about that. True. It was a fun. It was a good, st- and it was a good story too. I really liked the Mortal Kombat X uh, story. Never read it. I'm gonna have to check that out. Definitely. So. On top of that, you know, us getting through the game of the year, what we thought was definitely the best game of 2020. Let's move on to, uh, you know, what are the top 10 games that we found from the PS4 catalog? Now, since we, I know you're still using the PS4 and there's no shame around that and all that because um, it's currently really hard to get a PS5, but still, you I'm know. I'm saving up for that too. That's why I started door dashing. I'm going to be saving my money a lot. Exactly. So the thing is that regardless even if you do or do not own the PS5, the PS4 is for sure coming to an end as far as like the games are going to the PS4. So I thought it was a great time for us to just really talk about what we thought was, you know, crucial or really great to that catalog that PS4 had. And since, you know, it, we're literally at the end of that era of the PS4, I think it gives us enough time. And with 2020 being the year that it was, it's a perfect time for us to talk about the games that we found to be like the best games from that era. So I guess I'll just go first because I have like, I do have 10, um, but I'm in no particular order, by the way. It's it's just the flat out 10. Okay. Because it was, it would be hard to rank them, but I think I know which one is definitely like one for me, I've, you know, but um, so I got Doom and I'm going to combine Doom and Doom Internal just because that is just an outstanding like franchise from the PS4. Um, Devil May Cry 5, Spider-Man. You got Tekken 7. I love Tekken 7. Control, which was a game that I beat in like 2019. Um, Death Stranding, Ghost of Tsushima, Last of Us Part 2, Bloodborne, God of War. You got to have God of War. You got to. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Um, and I mean, the rest after that, like I, I said top 10, but I had like honorable mentions, but it, it really was just like games that I just thoroughly enjoyed. Like you can't go wrong with the Crash Bandicoot series, like the Insane Trilogy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the Star <laughs> yeah, Wars, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Uh-huh. Um, I also put Dishonored 2 in there. These are honorable mentions, by the way. These aren't from the top 10 that I found. Um, Hitman, Blasphemous, Evil Within, and Detroit. Those were all honorable mentions because I needed to put them in there because I did not want to forget about them. But yeah, it's definitely. And I think from the top 10 that I said, it it rides a fine line from Bloodborne, Last of Us Part 2, and Death Stranding. It's one of those three games that are like my favorite. But yeah, what about what about you? What are the top 10 games that you had? So on my side, uh, I'm going to change my 10, by the way. So whatever you, you know. I'm going to change that. So, number one, Ghost of Tsushima, mm-hmm. uh, God of War. <laughs> I should have just said Uncharted series, <laughs> but I had, like, <laughs> I had like Uncharted take up four spaces. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Uncharted Drake's Fortune, Uncharted Among Thieves, Uncharted Drake's Deception. This is the, Unch- this is, I mean, this is, this all falls <laughs> under the, uncharted uh drake's collection isn't it yeah that's just like one whole game <laughs> and then uncharted a thief says so all four uncharted games i really enjoyed those a lot you really said 
Oh, that's and funny. Then, <laughs> uh-huh. And then Rise of the Tomb Raider, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, Spider-Man. And uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to replace. I had originally, I had a bunch of Call of Duty games that I just went through. Yeah. But, I mean, I got to switch that out with uh, Jedi Fallen Order. I'm so glad you said that because I was trying to think of a 10th game and I just could not. Hold on, bro. I just realized something. Yo. This isn't you. How are you gonna how are you gonna let three uncharted games go in there and not MK eleven? Uh I mean You're gonna let the first uncharted game go before MK eleven? MK eleven should be a given. So it has to be there. So no, it has to be there, bro. You gotta remove. Okay, fine. Th- those first, I mean, if you remove these three, right? Yeah, so you now. got two more. If you remove those three, let's just say, let me just write this. Uncharted. What is it? Nathan Drake Collection or the Drake Collection? Yeah, the Nathan Drake Collection. It's just a remastered of it. Okay, so I'll go through this again. Is the, is the, is the Thieves in a part of the Nathan Drake Collection or is that no, just the trilogy? No. Okay, good. So it's just, what are the last two games that you're going to include? Well, now I got to put Mortal Kombat 11. Uh, 11 on here. So you got two more. Okay. So Ghost of Tsushima, God of War, MK11, Uncharted, Nathan Drake Collection, uh, Uncharted, A Thief's Sin, Rise of the Tomb Raider, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, Spider-Man. Um, I said, what did I say? Star Wars, Jedi, Fallen Order? Yeah. And I need one more, right? Yeah, I think so. Oh, hmm. What did I really enjoy? Dang. You didn't... I don't know if you played that many games, actually. Mortal Kombat X, I'm guessing. Hell no, dude. (laughs) No, I like MKX, but it's not going on this top 10 list. Not by a long shot. But Uncharted 1 is going on there. Yeah. That's tough. I don't think so. Uncharted 1? Yeah. The first I enjoyed, one? I enjoyed all of the Uncharted games. Yeah. So. That's, yeah. I mean. True. Oh. And, oh, cold. Oh, I got it. I got it. Jack. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was so funny. That's just like, I'm over here like, I'm over here like, um, just like Jack. Yeah. Hey, it's in the PS4 store. Yeah, it's a remake. That's so anticlimactic, though. It. This is basically the PS, the PS3 remasters, and the PS4. It's nice. I haven't played that many PS4 games, so you got to give me a break. Still though, you played a decent amount, though. I'm surprised. I can't think. I can't think of any other games because these are the ones. Okay, the way I looked at this is these are the ones that stood out to me the most. Plus, also, it's the ones that you had a chance to play too. So. And when I first got my PS4, remember, I got my PS4 extremely late. So when I first got my PS4, the games that really stood out to me, like, heavily, this list would be a lot shorter. So the games that really stood out to me was Ghost of Tsushima, God of War, MK11, Uncharted, The Thief's Sin, Rise and Shadow of the Tomb Raider, Spider-Man, and Fallen Order. Those are the games that really... I really and I really remember my experience playing those games I just named. But as far as like 
you know, and then the Nathan Drake collection, I was playing that because we were in quarantine and I was bored. And I actually, I felt like the reason, the reason I included it, bro, is because I was in Chicago during the quarantine, you know, right before, you know, we went on spring break last year and then they, you know, everything got shut down right after spring break and we could like damn near couldn't come back to school. So I just stayed home. And I was like, man, I've been playing Mortal Kombat 11 this whole time. Is there anything else I can play? And then around that time is when the uh, the PlayStation Store, they put up the Nathan Drake collection for free. So I'm like, you know what? Forget it. I'll just download it. I want to play it. I want to see what it's like. And, and I really enjoyed it. It was, it was, it was dope. I was like a lot of my time went into those games of and 2020 for me was the uncharted year because I played uncharted a lot and yeah. K11 and uncharted were the my most played games of 2020. Yeah. yeah. So I mean no. I beat Ghost of Tsushima in like 2 weeks. Yeah. So I played uncharted for like you know 2 months. Yeah. So it was solid. I mean, still, regardless, you still managed to put up uh, 10 games up there. And then on top of that, you didn't even include the Call of Duty games that you beat, which is a fair amount. You oh, know. man. If I had to include it, you know what? Now that I think about that, forget about Jack. Thanks for reminding me. Call of Duty World War II. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was amazing. I it's, really like that game. It's so it, it's crazy. Um, it, it's just crazy, like, the differences from like I, I, obviously i play more games than you but like regardless yeah. i like i like how the difference is because it's like you know people can definitely see like what type of games we play and all that yeah. but um so yeah that was basically our list for the year or for the uh for 20 just in general the ps4 catalog and i think that will remain i'm you know unless i go back and play like in like a different 8-bit like the scott pilgrim game that just came out maybe but so who knows what were some of yours again? Could you um, I had a question about one of them real quick? Which one do you think? Was it uh, about? Just go through them. I think I can't remember. Exactly uh, the Doom game, you know, Doom, Doom Eternal, Devil May Cry 5, Spider-Man, Tekken 7, Control, Death Stranding, Ghost of Tsushima, Last of Us Part 2, Bloodborne, God of War, uh, Crash Bandicoot, Star Wars, Fallen Order, Dishonored 2, Hitman, Blasphemous, Evil Within 2, and Detroit. Hmm. Great list. Yeah. I didn't hear Tetris. Yeah, yeah. Very shocking. I did not put Tetris up there because I don't I don't I don't know. I don't think it it's an amazing game, but it just it's definitely, you know, not within those caliber. It's just like a fun game to mess around with. Mm. Yeah. So over the past week we got a really cool uh video that I sent to you to watch. Um so the medium, which is a game for the Xbox, it's an exclusive game for the Xbox uh, Series X, uh, which comes out this month on the 28th. Probably, I think, for me, one of the biggest reasons why the game looks hype is because the composer, Akira Yamaoko, is there, who's like legendary work for the Silent Hill games, you know, Silent Hill 1, 2, and 3, and 4, I, th I think, uh, for most of the games, except for Downpour. Um, so... His contribution to the medium got me super excited and I wanted to check it out. They released a 14-minute gameplay video of it, which, again, the medium is a psychological horror game 
that kind of uh, dips its toes within like two types of realities to, you know, one in the normal realm and then the other one in the spiritual realm. And you use that to kind of figure out puzzles, the, you know, and all that work. But the biggest thing is that it reminds me a lot of like Silent Hill and all that. So I was very interested. So I checked out the gameplay. I told Dom to check out the gameplay. And so kind of my thoughts were, you know, in general, just that it reminds me a lot of like those old school, like survival horror games. And it just, and first of all, I saw the camera angle and it immediately just was like, is this Silent Hill? Are we getting another Silent Hill? And there was like a moment where the flash, where the flashlight was rolling or the flashlight was on the other side. And she was like barred up by the fence. And I was like, oh, this is like the scene in, in Silent Hill uh, 2. And then absolutely not. But still though, it, it looks good. I want to play it, but I don't have an Xbox. So I'll probably try seeing if I can get it online, like through the, uh, xbox store and i'll probably play it on my pe on my uh laptop hopefully but um the game looks fun it has some things that i some elements that i do kind of uh enjoy i think the fact that you can leave or um go into the spiritual realm and things are different over there and then you play both on top of each other so they're kind of coinciding it's really dope uh did you have any thoughts on the game uh dom gave me silent hill vibes yeah, yeah, definitely. And I really like one thing I liked about the game, the the medium when I was watching it was um, you know how in the the video there's like a split screen as what she actually sees, and then it's like what she sees, I guess, in the medium realm, if that's what you want yeah, to call yeah. It. I thought it was cool how they like make you uh, you know, that staircase. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool. That was cool. I thought that yeah. was dope how, like, the staircase was, like, the staircase was there in both um, realities, mm -hmm. but, like, on one, the girl just ran up the stairs, and she's like, hold on, I can't, and you have to, like, find another way to get upstairs. Mm -hmm. I thought that was cool. Yeah. The whole, it was, like, an eerie, the music was really good. Um, it, it gave off, like, that, it was, like, a sad, but also, like, an eerie vibe. You know, if you listen to the soundtrack in the background, there was, like, yeah. this, like, um this ambient piano playing in the background. The music oh, yeah. is really nice. Yeah. And it's just the atmosphere of the game seemed really, uh, uh, what's the word? It felt real surreal. Yeah. So I, I enjoyed it. I, I like the way it looked. Yeah. And definitely I'm excited to see what goes on next. It comes out in, in like two weeks. So I might pick it up potentially and try blazing through it, but who knows? And I mean, on top of that, I don't have an Xbox, so that's the only sad part, and it's hard to get one of those. But you know, it it just looks interesting, and I and I definitely want to see more stuff from it. I hope that it doesn't get bombed as soon as it comes out, and it's just like this is the worst game of the of the of the Xbox's like lineup because Xbox doesn't have that many games currently. Like a lot of the games that Xbox currently has are like PS, like just in general, like what everyone gets, like you know. Like they're like Assassin's Creed, Call of Duty, like things like that, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of tough, but I really want to hope for that. I really want to hope that Medium is kind of one of those games that just kind of breaks out and gets Xbox going. Um, so there was a list that was compiled out by uh, I can't remember the exact uh, place, but PlayStation Blog ended up posting it up. They were talking about the top downloads of 2020 with the PS4 and PS5, respectively. And so I'm going to go through the list real quick just before. Um, 
So for the PS5 games, the top, the most downloaded games, which matter of fact, I should probably start with the PS4. Um, it's Black Ops, Cold War, obviously. That game just came out. Uh, for the United States, by the way. Grand Theft Auto V, number two, number three, Modern Warfare, number four, Minecraft, number five, Ghost of Tsushima, six, Last of Us Part Two, seven, NBA 2K21, and at, at eight, NBA 2K20. That's that's crazy. Uh, nine, Final Fantasy VII Remake, and 10, Madden NFL 21. Now, the reason why I say that's crazy is because we're seeing two NBA games. Usually, you only see one, but it's just shocking. Um Grand Theft Auto's up there, Minecraft, like these games sell all the time, so I'm not surprised. But to for Last of Us and Ghost of Tsushima still be up there, it's it's nice. And remake too, Final Fantasy. But okay, so for the PS5, you got Black Ops Cold War, Spider-Man Miles Morales at two, um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla at three, NBA 2K21 at four, number five, Demon Souls, six, uh, Madden 21. 7, FIFA, 21, 8, Sackboy, 9, Immortal Phoenix Rising, and 10, Watch Dogs Legion. Okay, so the PS5 itself is literally like the list The list of the most downloaded games is just a bunch of like PS4 games that have like the free upgrades. Right. <laughs> You're talking about Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Dude, if you bought Call of Duty Black Ops for the PS4, you got the free upgrade. It was just like 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. Miles Morales is a PS4 game that you can also get the PS5. So that's still a PS4 type game. The only game in this list that's specifically dedicated to the PS5 is Demon's Souls. That, it, the, lineup, the lineup for both consoles, it's, it's crazy. But... um. <laughs> Like and crazy in the sense of like there really isn't that much, but I don't know how to feel about that. But yeah, think, Call, Call of Duty, as always, it's going to sell a lot. Do you think that uh, in the future we'll see like games exclusively for these uh, next gen consoles? Like kind of like a, well, you know, this year we're hopefully getting Horizon Zero Dawn or Horizon the Forbidden West. You oh, know, that's the sequel. That. We're potentially we're I don't think we're getting Ragnarok this year. God of War Ragnarok. Nah. But we're probably getting it next year. So I, I was gonna say probably call that next year. Yeah. So regardless, you got some you got some heavy hitters coming for PlayStation. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. As so, usual. Yeah. But like same thing with uh Xbox. You got Halo Infinite coming out, you know, after it gets fixed and whatnot. So it's gonna take a while. <laughs> you just had to mention that. I liked I liked Halo. I, I, I'm I'm starting to really like Halo because I'm playing. I got the Xbox. I bought the Xbox Game Pass for my uh, gaming laptop, so I'm playing a bunch of Xbox games. And Halo is still Shrek. great, huh? You just had to mention Shrek from Halo. Shrek, that's tough. <laughs> um, but yeah, so kind of the games itself. I mean, I think the 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 fact that people are still, uh. People are really surprised at the PS5 top downloads. It's kind of shocking because it's like there's only one game specifically there. PS5 doesn't necessarily have a lot of things. And they just gave and and then the fuck the the funniest thing about it is that every month PlayStation gives you free games and they're giving a PS5 game every month. So they gave away Bug Snacks a while back ago and now they're giving away Man Eater. So it's like, damn, y'all are 
soon enough, you guys are about to start giving away like the triple A games, like, you know, for because you guys don't have that many games to give away in the first place. Mm-hmm. So, um, another another note upon news. So the so Marcin Iwinski, the co-founder of the project of uh, Project CDR, the people who made uh, The Witcher Three, and also um, you know the one that's in the news currently, Cyberpunk. Uh, he went out to give a pretty good video, like a five quick minute video of um, kind of like the plans of what Cyberpunk will be this year and just gives us like an honest look at how he wants to, how they want to go forward with the game. Because, you know, obviously it's super broken. Um, first of all, did you even want to buy Cyberpunk, Dumb? Um, no, because that took way too long to answer. Yeah, yeah. Um, so a lot of those things that like you have, maybe, maybe you'll pick it up when it's cheaper, but the fact that the whole like mess ups of just cyberpunk itself has, hasn't really pushed me to play the game. Mm -hmm. And the fact that I'd have to delete a lot of storage just to get it. So I don't even know if I'm going to even jump back to it anytime within this year. And that's the full year. Wait, so have you played it? No, I haven't even downloaded inside. I haven't even downloaded it to my console. Hmm. Yeah, because I was gonna ask you, is it a good game? If it is, I'll, I'll probably get it. But yeah, I'd say wait because oh, uh, so um, Iwinski, what he was saying is that he has like this huge timeline, right, of like what he wants to do, and so there's gonna be receiving. So Cyberpunk is gonna be receiving like multiple little patches throughout the year, hopefully to fix a bunch of issues that it had. He ended up going on to explain the fact that they couldn't spot all the bugs when they were about to release it. You know, just some probably just some PR stuff that they had to say, but they couldn't spot all the bugs that they were going to release because the game's like huge. It's like ridiculously huge. So they could never fully see it. But um, he ended up saying he gave us this roadmap. He said by 2022, you know, before 2022 comes, there's, you'll be getting free DLC and a next gen upgrade, all that good stuff. But I don't know. It, Cyberpunk always comes up every week. Some new news coming up. Either people are trying to sue the company, do whatever. It's tough. But, I mean, I just hope that it only gets better from here, you know? Yeah. yeah. But, um, so, yeah, I'll be hoping to see if anything changes with that. I'll definitely keep everyone updated on that. Um, and lastly, last thing is that Resident Evil Village... Just got announced that they're going to have a showcase through Twitter. Uh, I think it's one of the uh, marketing uh, PRs for uh, Capcom itself that just hosts around Resident Evil. They said that on January 21st at 4 p.m. Central Time, they're going to have a showcase just talking about the game itself, any uh, gameplay trailer, like the first release of gameplay, and just discuss a lot. So I'm really excited because I want to know more about that game. I know when we watched the trailer way back, like, I think July, that was exciting. And so, or July, I think me and you talked about it and we were like, whoa, like, you know, we're definitely, we want to see how much, like, what goes on with that. So, yeah. Do you have any expectations, Dom? For? Uh, Resident Evil Village? Yes. Um, from the trailers I've seen and the video I watched that you sent me, uh, and um, based on like a review I saw on mm-hmm. YouTube, uh, I expect that it will be somewhat similar to Resident Evil 4. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So 
you know, I really, and this is one of the chief reasons why Resident Evil 4 is my favorite game. I really like the idea of, like, you know, the village or, uh, and the castle. Like, it, like, that old time feel of, like, going through a village where they're, like, you know, farming and they seem like they're behind, you know, this is Resident Evil 4 I'm speaking of right now. Yeah. And it seems like they're just kind of behind modern times. It kind of, to me personally, it adds a horror aspect to the game that the other Resident Evils didn't have. Because the the ones previous to 4, you know, were just zombies, like, mindlessly wandering the city streets. It's like any other, you know, zombie movie or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. But then when you get into, like, villages and you start incorporating, like, religious cult groups, like, what villages, what uh, Resident Evil Village looks like, um... When you start incorporating those things, it adds a another layer to the horror aspect of the game because it's like you can it, it's easy to become fully immersed in a game that does that, you know, because it's like okay, it makes it seem like you're like with Resident Evil games, it it always seemed like you were like fighting against a bigger cause when it comes to like you know Umbrella, Neo Umbrella which I think was in Resident Evil 6, right? Mm -hmm. But Umbrella is like the overall arching nemesis of Resident Evil. So with that being said, it's kind of nice uh, to see them going back a couple of games where it still may be Umbrella, which I'm pretty sure it is, but it kind of looks like uh, something different. Yeah. So for example... And I'm, I'll say this, and then I'm going to end my point because I don't want to ramble on too long. Um, like I said, Umbrella is the overarching like uh, antagonist, right? Like the the corporation as a whole, right? But then when you get to that's from one through three, but then when you get to Resident Evil Four, it's like Umbrella is still there, but now you got the Los Illuminados, mm -hmm. which is something different, and they're totally separate from Umbrella because you know Sadler and and Wesker and Umbrella, they, they're they not working together. If anything, uh, with the sample, you know, Ada's trying to retrieve it for Umbrella, but the Los Illuminados wants it to take over the world. Yeah. So I feel like if they go in that direction and they have, like, a separate... Uh, with a village, I mean. If they have, like, that separation between antagonists, it'll make for a great game. So I, I don't know if you played Resident Evil Seven. Did you, by any chance? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. I didn't. So I would recommend you to play Resident Evil Seven. Um, I would totally love for you know if we could get together and just play that game because I have it. But um, I'm and down. you can play it on the PS Five too, just so you can kind of see the controller itself, but also just you know it's going to be much more polished and whatnot. But um, so Resident Evil Seven was really great. I really liked it. I forgot to add it to the list, but it definitely deserves a spot up there. Um, the reason why I say that is because I remember at the end of um, at the end of Resident Evil Seven, everyone looked at the everyone looked at the game, and you know, well, I mean, spoilers, but it's not really like, well, yeah, spoiler this is a big spoiler. 
Do you mind if I say it? It's just Go ahead, a, bro. Go ahead. Okay. So at the very I, know, end, I, I watched Resident Evil 7's gameplay. I don't yeah. remember the entire storyline, but I've already spoiled it for myself. Okay. So Resident Evil 7 itself, at the very end of the game, you get Redfield, and he looks into the camera and all that, and he's like, hey, I'm taking you home and stuff. And he picks up, um, I can't remember the dude's name. I think it's an Aaron or something. Um, and he, when he picks him up, he takes him into the uh, helicopter. And what you see is you get, like, the Umbrella logo in that helicopter. So with Resident Evil 8 Village, you know, everyone's wondering if Redfield's going to be bad or not. And I didn't right. get to play the DLC, but I do want to go back and play the DLC for Resident Evil 7. But yeah, so one of the big things was that. And so I want to, you know, hopefully this confirms everything that maybe Redfield is turning on us, especially. So it might follow jo- kind of like the plot that you're kind of saying and all that, having a good antagonist. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm just excited. You know, me and you will definitely cover that. We'll have more, you know, updated news for next week, especially once that's all over. Because we should definitely watch it, you know, and whatnot. Um, but I think that basically wraps us up. So hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Chris Redfield becoming an antagonist, you said? That would be like that would be like Wesker, bro. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? I don't know, because the way it looks, it might potentially be. So I'm... I like that. I like that idea. Yeah. uh, So I definitely want to see that. But yeah. So that that wraps us up. So again, thank you again for stopping by and listening to us for another, you know, it's been a a fat minute since we even talked. So um, I have to say this, you know, you have, I have to say this, you have to spread the word for, for the show. It helped us out a lot and it'll help us out again we're starting back from the roots we're going to get this show going again and uh, i just want to thank everyone who just took time out of their day to even just check this episode out um email us follow auto hit confirm at you know instagram you know the description for me and dom's pages are on you know anchor and all that stuff email us if you have any questions you know auto hit confirm at gmail.com dm us for questions and all that stuff we still do that we still want that um but thank you and we hope to see you guys for the rest of the year dom go ahead floor is yours okay i was just gonna say um we appreciate all of our listeners and uh i'd like to apologize on behalf of both of us for not putting out an episode in so long and we really appreciate you guys for sticking with us and being patient and waiting for us to come out with this 16th episode. So um, we appreciate you guys. We love you. Stay gaming. Absolutely.